You're listening to The Scrimmage with Daniel Hargrove and Justin Domashevitz. You can just keep going. I know. Justin's, Justin's not here. Justin's not here to stop you. I can just do weird sounds for 10 minutes. And I'm Daniel Hargrove, trusty producer Andrew Gross here with me today. No Justin Domashevitz because actually I don't even know why. We didn't invite him. Yeah, sure. We'll go with that. Uh, he's been he's been excommunicated from the show for or suspended. What should we Suspend. go with? Because <laughs> we want him to come back eventually maybe because he does a lot of work. <laughs> Daniel's like, I can only do one of these at a time. I don't want to do this again. (laughs) Justin is uh, busy today. Yeah, busy. (laughs) Busy. (laughs) He had less important things to do. Yes, exactly. Anyway, we've got stuff to talk about, I'm sure. I've written some (laughs) Well, we have some local sports. I know that you have been, your head has been in local sports all week yes. all month uh so that's a lot of a lot of basketball is a that what's happening of, a ton of basketball yeah. yes as andrew calls it bouncy ball hoop bouncy game. ball hoop game uh yeah i yeah i would say i've been doing a little bit just a little <laughs> bit of basketball lately. yeah so i'm it's gonna be pretty heavy on the basketball the high school basketball side today we also got some other stuff to talk about real quick as well as some mailbag stuff that and you know what if anybody's watching out there I will have Andrew check on the comments periodically <laughs> because he's got a lot to do. But I will have him check on them periodically in case something happens. I'll in do case my best. Francis is yelling at us about chili or something. So, you know, that's always good to know. Anyway, let's get it going with the two minute drill. I know how to do that. Yeah. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Hello. Gotta hurry, gotta hurry, gotta hurry. Hey, two minute situation. 44 seconds. Hand the ball around. Gun duel right, gun duel right. Three jet Buckeye. Don't worry. Three. The two minute drill starts now. This year, the WIAA added a selection committee to decide the seeding for the state basketball tournament instead of strictly going with the RPI. Daniel, is this a good move? I think so. I really do. Because straight up numbers, especially in high school basketball where the RPI doesn't take class or size of the school into effect, that can be manipulated and definitely doesn't tell the full story. Apparently, they did take the RPI into account, but the final decision was made by a selection committee. And so far, what I've seen from some of the rankings, some of the seedings, it looks like they did a pretty good job. It does hurt one of our local teams, a couple of our local teams this year, though. So I hate it. Terrible move. We'll get into that a little bit later in the show. It does hurt this year, but I, I think it's probably the right thing to do. Clint Hurt has been chosen as the next defensive coordinator for the Seahawks. Andrew, listening to him, Are you excited about the upcoming season? Yes. Yes, I am. I I loved everything I heard from him. I don't know. It's, it's, he still has to make it happen. He still has to show that he's, that he can, can make good defense happen. We've had two years where there's been horrible defense, like bottom, like historically bad defense through the first half of the, of two seasons in a row. Yep. I, 
I think that it will be different, but it's I, I'm still like, you know what, I, I'm going to wait to see it. But I am excited. Daniel, the Portland Trailblazers. Trail. That's a bouncy ball hoop game. Trailblazers. The Portland Trailblazers have gone <laughs> on a winning streak since trading away a lot of their top-level players. Daniel, are you worried that they're going to win too much? I am, actually. Because they have a fairly high draft pick if they don't make it to the top eight teams in the conference. And if the, it's they're a lottery pick in unless they get up there, is that yeah? Right? Because there was a condition in a trade, okay, that if they were in this range of area, then they would get the pick, and if oh. they're not, then yeah, so it's that's complicated, it's complicated and sketchy, and I don't like it because now I have to worry about them winning too much. I don't want that. <laughs> Daniel's out here rooting against the Blazers, I don't like it. I mean, and then it gets into this weird part because apparently everybody makes the playoffs in the NBA. I thought that was only going to be. Be like that's the randomly thing due to in COVID. all the sports now. Seriously, apparently ten teams per conference make it. Sorry, that works. I realized we were talking about other stuff now. Yeah, so everybody gets into the play. It's basically, yeah. I mean, the the ten through what was it? Gosh darn it! Justin told me the seven, eight, nine, and ten seeds play to get into the playoffs. Okay, so that's how many teams are there in the NBA? That's I what I was gonna say. There. <laughs> That would make more sense if you're going to have 10 teams have a shot to make the playoffs from each side. So, Andrew, that's 20 teams out of 32 teams. Okay, yeah. That you can right. be what, what's in the, the baseball now. Baseball's up to eight from each side. Is it 16 of 32? Let's or see. Seven. So we have the two wild cards. We have the two wild cards and the three division winners. So it's it's five from each side. Five from each side. So, so it's half as many. It's And that's it, still expanded. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, I mean... You could, you're not even one of the top half of your teams in your conference, and you can make it into the playoffs. Football has eight? Eight? No, I can't do, I can't even think, uh, think tournament brackets in my head. Yeah, I know. It's been too long. Football had three, the Seahawks were the only, only team in the division that didn't go to the playoffs. Yes, yes. I think we're getting to the point where there's too many playoff teams. Does it make so, things crazy and interesting at the end of the season? Yes. But should it? Here's my... Should it? <laughs> I, I'm i normally all in on the I hate change, keep everything the same. Yes. I mean, we know that I hate change in yeah. ev- any form. Boo. Boo change. <laughs> However, to take a little bit of a... Like, progressive, let's just change everything okay. and be new... What if we just got rid of regular seasons and just played tournaments? I've I've heard you like, say this play before. Play some play some like I tournaments are fun. Yes. And regular seasons are a slog. Mm-hmm. And everybody's fighting over like money and stuff. What if we had pro athletes just playing tournaments? Like you could have a professional uh, an NFL tournament where they could play a couple get like getting the team together games and then they'd play this big tournament and they could play I, uh, yeah, it's kind of like I feel like there's sevens rugby is which we've referenced before, but it's it's yeah. these short games. You can play a whole tournament in a weekend, and so instead of playing matches, like you don't yeah. play a series of matches, you play a tour of tournaments, and the you know the teams that over the course of a year, the the teams that win the most tournaments get the most points and are are the champion team. It. 
it's more marketable. I could see it. The, the hard football would be hard. I think you it could do be. that. Football tournaments are hard. There's a there's there's a reason why football's once a week. NCAA should have a football championship that is a big tournament, but the reason they don't is because football tournaments are hard. Yeah, like you you can't play three times a week. Exactly, because you're pathetic little. <laughs> No, I don't think in in no in it's eleven man rugby. Legitimately, I just football. said eleven man rugby. That's 15, not a fifteen theme. man. Ugh. I have a bunch it of be, rugby there friends that'll be, an be 11 man upset with me for version. saying that. Or ten? No, there's ten man. There's Is a ten there really? man version. Yeah. Oh, interesting. I didn't uh, know that. It's. I don't know if I've ever seen it. Gotcha. Okay, but 15 is <laughs> 15 is normal. normal. That's why I mean. And they don't play back to back days or anything like that, do they? Don't they play once a week too? I feel Generally, like. I feel like they don't even play once. A, like yeah. the high level. Well, no, in turn, in in leagues, they'll play every week. I'm thinking during, like during World the Cup. big during the World Cup. I feel like they will play on like three days rest. Wow, that's I, I want to say that that happens, but it's not the majority of the time. That's insane. It is. <laughs> like it is. That is insane. <laughs> that's a blood. They're bath. also. It's just. I mean, you know this. It's a different kind it, of contact. It it's is. not the deep bone bruise like. There are positions in football, running back, where you're you're going home with deep bruises every like if you if you played and you you played well you got bruised up and you need to recover. Yeah, you're having you're having like contusions every game. Yeah, that doesn't happen as much in rugby. I feel like there's cuts. Yeah, like you yeah. might get cut and have stitches. Like maybe and but, every now and then, but yeah. just because you play. Fly half in rugby doesn't mean you're gonna be going. You're tired, yeah. But you're. It's more like basketball in that you're. You might be exhausted more than you are beat up. Yes. Although beating up does happen occasionally. Yes, exactly. So that that would be interesting. I don't. I don't know. I'm not. The thing is, I'm not I, really. I, I know you're not really idea, advocating it, but I, I do. Like I could it, see it going that way because yeah, like it is more marketable. So uh, let's say you have. You're thinking like series of tournaments. Well, I'm thinking, and that would actually work well in basketball. I mean, basketball tournaments growing up as a kid was like one of the most fun things you did. Basketball, and, especially, it seems like there's no point in having a regular season. Yeah, like, like right now, like, honestly, my impression of the regular season in in the pros as a non fan. So I, yeah. this is not authoritative, but my impression is that even. The people who love basketball don't care about the middle, <laughs> the regular season. Yeah. Like, for the most part. So, in that case, why are you doing it? Why don't yeah. you have like three tournaments? Yeah. That, or, that's or like, what a, or like that's regional what I, tournaments with a. To, well, see, what like, I was going to yeah. say is there's what, 32? Is it 32 or 30 teams? I don't know. I don't know. There's Justin 30, would probably know. There's 30 ish teams <laughs> 30 -ish. in the NBA, right? So, you could have a single elimination tournament like. You could have like five of those throughout <laughs> Clarence, the season. And Clarence says that some of my radical ideas make him uncomfortable. <laughs> you know what? That's what I'm here for, Clarence. You I'm know, here to and to provide some discomfort. That's true. You've been doing it since the start of the show, <laughs> like 10 years ago or whatever that was, when sometimes you would say something and my brain would just be like, that's not how sports work. It's No. I, but in basketball, NBA, it's on purpose most they of the time. literally could do that. They could have like five tournaments and yeah. then the top, they would have a point system. Like, okay, yeah. you finished this high in this tournament, that's this many points. And the top like 
six point getters would play in a little mini tournament at the end or something or even just be seeded it would seed the final tournament that yeah. way just like the ncaa is 64 plus whatever how Which, many teams march madness is march madness is the best it's so much it is. fun everybody should be trying to to emulate that like if we could have a different sport take over a month and a half of the calendar at a time and yeah. just like I'll have I'll have a madness for a month and a half, and I'll pay attention to anything you want me to. If you can give me a bracket, I mean, you're and, riding and dying with teams that you've never heard of, yes. with players you have never heard of before, and you will never think of again. And Florida you are Coast State University or whatever the heck, Florida Gulf Coast, <laughs> Florida Gulf Coast, <laughs> and you are riding and dying with that team yeah. because you picked them in a bracket, or even if you didn't, but they're a story, and you are all about that. Name another sport that brings anything close to that. Nothing. No. Nothing. In foot in college football, there's a lot of of really deep feeling. Yeah. But you don't get a bounce around. Like you're it's your team. Yeah, exactly. It's your team or nothing. Yeah. I mean, trust me, I'm an Oregon State fan. We know. Last year <laughs> last year was that was the only memory I have in my entire life of having my team in that situation where they're actually winning. There was one other time, I think, in my adult life where they made it that was like four or five years ago and they lost in the first round so and i still love march madness every year because you yeah. can just glom on to somebody or a story or your bracket or whatever there's so many different ways to root so you're right if you could get like how everybody's not trying to create something like that or especially college football where they're just like nope we only have four teams in our tournament well why no, well, because football is a because, perfect example because we don't want to sully the importance of the regular season. I mean, for four teams. For four teams. Because as soon as, you know, random team loses one game, then the rest of their games are now not important. So, well, or if I mean, you're not their, mid- their games wasn't really important in the first place. If you're not in a power conference, I know. then Cincinnati it was doesn't like, matter if you go undefeated. Yeah. Your whole regular season was meaningless. Cincinnati was the first team. Get good. The first team to do that. Yeah. And, and you everybody's tell like, me that, they didn't belong there. Yeah, yeah okay. Because Michigan sure didn't get blown out. <laughs> Yeah, that all worked out great, huh? I'm glad that we never have blowouts in the first round of the four-team playoffs. That's never happened almost like every year. Seriously, it's ridiculous. But, you know, tell Boise State their regular season was yeah. important however many years ago when they were going undefeated. And it's like, yeah, yeah okay, that's important. So and- it's... And I get that pro sports are different. We got into this discussion, oddly enough, because the NBA has seriously 10 out of... <laughs> They're all getting 10 out of the 16 teams in each conference, the Western right. Conference and the Eastern Conference. There's 16 teams, I think. Which and, and 10 out of the 16 teams make have a chance to be in the playoffs. And I guess my point what? there is that I don't really mind that that much, but when that like now that that is true, getting in the playoffs isn't an accomplishment. You no. don't get to go, yeah, we made the playoffs. And this is honestly how I felt about the Mariners, and I'm not saying it isn't an accomplishment. I'm saying I have felt this sadness that as, as the the playoffs is, I think they're they're potentially going to be expanded more. If they do, then it would harm me more. Because right now it's still really exclusive. Right. right. It's but, still. But su- I've had this this thing where people are so focused on the playoffs, and I see yeah. it on I see it in people's commentary where they're like, like we just need we need to make it to the playoffs, and I'm going, it'll it'd be cool. But if if the Mariners, I'm saying we instead of the Mariners. If the Mariners, not here. We if don't the Mariners care. just make it to the playoffs, 
I'm not going to be nearly as psyched as if the Mariners are really, really good. Does that make sense? Yes. And and the playoffs, not as much in baseball, but because I, I'm following all of the sports, at least generally, the playoffs don't feel that exciting. And part of that also is that we've seen the Seahawks go to the playoffs for the last decade. So it feels like, well, if you're... If you're decent, you should get to the playoffs. It, exactly. But baseball is so much different. Which is true. Because there's 10 total teams that make it to the playoffs. Right. And really, two of them make it to a play-in game to get to the playoffs. Yeah. And, and so and that's it's, a fair it's point still that really also hard. Are there 32 baseball teams? There are 30 baseball teams. 30, okay. So yeah. there's a lot of baseball teams, too. Yeah. Because there's five in each division. Yeah. I just made sure I looked that up because I had a little bit of panic. <laughs> I appreciate that, that. Because I was like, wait, is there three or four divisions in each conference? But no, there's three. There's okay. In baseball, there's AL West, NL West, AL East. AL, it, there's West, Central, East. In football, <laughs> though, in football, though, there's, there's already four divisions, right? Because there's West, South, North, and East for each conference. Yeah. And each so there's more playoff teams there because each yeah. division winner, and so and that's the same way like the NBA is it's just like they don't even mess it's, around with the NBA doesn't mess around with with the divisions. I mean there is divisions, yeah. but that doesn't play anything into your playoffs. It's just the top ten teams in each conference. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know how did we get off into that. We're uh, complaining because there's 10... Because I might have to root against the Blazers. Oh, you were rooting against the Blazers. That's <laughs> right. We were complaining because you were rooting against the Blazers. Yeah. Because of a weird trade thing it's, where if they do, do they too good, them... they don't get a good draft pick. I, it totally makes sense that you can just make up whatever rules you want for a trade because it's just a contract. Yeah, yeah. But it feels weird to me because I think of like fantasy trades and it's like most leagues you can't even trade draft picks but if you can trade draft picks you have to trade equal numbers of draft picks yes <laughs> stuff like that yeah instead of okay here's the deal i'll give you this trade if you suck real bad if yeah. you're good you don't get it yeah. wait huh or or like in baseball when it's always like a player to be named later and yeah. you're like <laughs> what no Look, we want that guy, and then when we have a guy that you want, just let us know. Exactly. <laughs> or you don't even care if we or send you anybody, but we technically have to at some point. Cash considerations. Yeah. <laughs> like, I honestly don't know what that means. I just, yeah. like, they're just giving you money? I don't know. Speaking of the MLB, are we going to have a season this year? You were telling me earlier you didn't think so, and that scares me to death. I don't. That's too strong. I don't okay. I don't have an Good. opinion strong enough to say I don't think so. I am getting worried by how many like insider type talking people are saying that the owners are prepared to skip a, the season. Gotcha. Now, that in, if the owners if that is true and the owners are completely willing to forego a season, that doesn't mean that we wouldn't have a season because the the players association could could roll over and you know, make whatever concessions they need to make to convince the player, the owners to have a season. But it doesn't seem like the owners, the, it's a walkout. Yeah. It's not a strike. The players, 
presumably would be happy to go to spring training right now and continue negotiating. Yeah. The owners are the ones that are saying, nope, no baseball until we get a deal. And then the players are like, well, here's a suggestion. And the owners are like, no, we don't like it. Like that's the impression, the impression that I'm getting as a non-expert who's listening to the radio and sort of paying attention is that the owners aren't interested in any sort of negotiation. They want the players association to give up a lot. I mean, the, the baseball players association is generally considered like the strongest pro sports union and they don't seem to be interested in anything, but the players association giving up power basically. Mm. And the details if, if are beyond me, like there are details and I don't really understand them or really care because that's their problem. And my problem as a fan is that I want to watch baseball and I also have a little bit more sympathy for players because I don't care about rich players. There are rich players. Yes. There's a lot more poor players. Especially in baseball. Yeah, especially in baseball. That's the most true in baseball because not only are there guys on the rookie deal that are making a maximum of of $500,000, which is a lot of money. Yes. I don't feel bad for those guys. Yeah. But there's guys that are making... What what is what it's is minor leagues that honestly like cheap like, like I I, maybe, I can Google it really maybe quick but a th- maybe a thousand dollars a week yeah something like that while I'm, you're having to live in a in either you're sharing rooms with people or you're living in a hotel because guess what you're on a different team yeah. today I need you to get <laughs> to Phoenix by Sunday you're pitching this is. Uh, this is from a ESPN article that says, can a union fix this? Minor leaguers say poverty level pay. Yeah. An individual can't meet basic needs earning less than $26,225 a year anywhere in the United States. And that's what some minor leaguers are making. (laughs) What? Oh, and this says in 2021, most minor leaguers will make between 8000 and 14000 from April to October, according to the uniform player contract. So, so they're making 8000 to 14000 but it's just from April to October. So that's, that's, that's a plus day. You know, that way they can sell some cars. They can go the get a job. And, yeah, like, I'm, it's crazy. Which, yeah, like, and, and those are the guys, those are the guys that I, I hope that the Players Association is at least keeping in mind i yeah one of the things i really disliked about the football uh the nfl players association negotiations the last few times is that it really feels like they've thrown the the young guys under the bus at the to get less practice time for for the old guys which is just so frustrating to me because i think that also makes the product on the field worse it does it absolutely does so dumb (laughs) Do you have uh I forgot to ask you about this before. Do you have any questions for me? Questions for, for you? For Stump Daniel? No, I don't have a Stump Daniel. I'm sorry. <laughs> it That's matter. actually what I meant before the show when I was like, I don't have anything prepared. I'm sorry. That was oh, specifically, that I do not have a Stump about. Daniel. Yeah. I thought that might be what you're talking about, but I wasn't sure. So, uh, I mean, we have some great stuff. No, I should. I'm going to keep that on the quiet. <laughs> I'm keep that on the down low for now. 
Francis knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, so Stump Daniel usually, well, it's still brought to you by the law office of Jeffrey A. Domashevitz, but we're just not stumping anybody today. Unless somebody can comment in really quick a question that you could a- ask me. C- Clarence uh, has a question that I added to the mailbag. Oh, good. Um, Sweet. I won't read it now. All right, cool. But, uh, um, well, how about this then? How about we take a commercial break, and then after that, we will get into a lot of the local stuff, unless somebody sends you an amazing question during the commercial <laughs> that you're like, Daniel. you can stump me with that. Okay, that sounds good. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. There we go. Do you have a legal situation and need someone on your side? Let the law office of Jeffrey A. Domashevitz be your advocate. If you've been the victim of medical malpractice, suffered a personal injury, or need representation with real estate law, small business law, or estate planning, let Jeff Domashevitz put his 29 years of experience to work for you. Call Jeff Domashevitz today at 360-612-3991 or visit domashevitzlaw.com. That's D-A-M-A-S-I-E-W-I-C-Z-L-A-W.com. And thank you again to our sponsors, the law office of Jeffrey A. Domashevitz and Oli Penn Real Estate. Any 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 last second questions of trivia thrown in there? No, no yeah. trivia questions. Okay. Either. All right. Then we will move on to our Oli Penn Real Estate Athlete of the Week. Ooh. And this week we have uh, we have a couple we have a nomination. So where we was the, this was the end of districts? This of was boys' districts? And girls or and boys girls districts. Girls and boys yeah. districts. Okay. It was the end of high school districts this week. So they all started last week. They all start last week? Most of them anyway. I think most of them started so last like week. like a week yeah. and uh, two, two weeks of districts. Yeah, about a week and a half. wrapped up this weekend. Yes. Okay. And then uh, is wrestling? Wrestling is going on right now. Uh, apparently regionals is over. Okay. Because um, one of our... And I'm sorry, I just don't know as much about yeah. it. I do know. Yeah, I, I know. I was laughing because I didn't. I didn't mean to like expose you there. I was just curious. Like, what, uh, what are the state this, of the what, current, current seasons? To this, I was about ready. This is going to be in the local sports, but because apparently day one for the Matt Classic. Okay. For the rest, so apparently state wrestling tournament, the Matt Classic is already underway. Okay. Day one. There's there's some news from day one. Swimming state is probably underway as well. I think yes. usually that's the same weekend. Yes, they yes. So I'm in the local sports. I'm gonna have some. I, I don't know wrestling and that's swimming, okay. and I know that it's going on like today, or maybe even yesterday. Maybe these are old articles, but I'm gonna give you what I got. Okay, I just I just wanted uh, an overview before you started off with. So it's yes, we're we're gonna name the athlete of the week, and the current state of the uh, seasons is. Yeah, right at and the end. we might, um, we might have more. We'll probably have more on wrestling next week when we can get like all of the results. Even though they're right. probably happening yesterday night, and I'm just not seeing them. So Plus, Justin has a uh, Justin has a lot of of. I'm not nearly as good at helping with local sports as you, as Justin is. Yes, that's what I'm trying to say. That's there. correct. Um, <laughs> And so far, so far, uh, I was just going to say our honorable mention this year when we received this nomination and I was giving her the honorable mention, um, perhaps she deserves the athlete of the week by yesterday because I don't know when that tournament's going to end. Okay. But so she's definitely going to need consideration for next week. But I have her as an honorable mention this week. She was nominated. It's Katie Gakin. 
She is a girls wrestler for Aberdeen. She was the district champ, regional champ, undefeated through regionals, all wins via pin, and ranked number three in the state at the 190 uh, weight. And from what I've seen, this is day one of the Matt Classic. I haven't found any updates past that yet. Let's see. She had a buy-in round one. She won her second one by decision. And then in the quarterfinal, she won by decision as well. Two to one. So as far as I know, she's still around. And nice. won in the quarterfinal. So what? It goes quarterfinal, semifinal, final. So if she wins the next two matches, she'll be a state champion. So definitely. And for all I know, that's already taken place. So that's that's the honorable mention. Uh She's already she's been an athlete of the week for us before. She was recognized by the state as a WIAA athlete of the week, and nice. we, we picked her as our athlete of the week during that week as well. Um, but I, I'm I'm sorry I'm I'm a little biased. I'm a little <laughs> I'm a little partial to the basketballs because that's that's uh, that's what I know more about. And you know what's crazy is I don't think I was trying to look back at our athletes of the week. I don't think we've actually picked Kira Gardner at all this year. That's shameful. It is shameful. She's been amazing. And so our only pen athlete of the week is Kira Gardner for her 60 points this week in the district playoffs in two close games to win the district title for Raymond for the first time since 1991. Wow. The Raymond girls have won the district title for the first time since 1991. She, I mean... She's been playing in that tournament. She was the last few years, and they still haven't won. It's a tough, tough, tough district tournament that they play in. And so they won it for the first time since 1991. She had 38 points in the title game. 38 points. In a girls basketball. In the district title game. So against the top competition of her district, she puts up 38 points. They get the win 68 to 60. And that's not all she did. So that's, it was high scoring on both sides. That's yes, awesome. Yes. That's cool. And that's not all she did. She also grabbed 13 rebounds. You know I love rebounds because yeah, it shows that. Yeah, that's a hustle stat. That's a hustle stat. She also had five assists. She's not selfish. She also had four steals, plays the defense. And you want to know what else she did? She had eight blocks. Eight. Eight blocks. That's dumb. Eight blocks, four that's steals, awesome. five assists, 13 rebounds, and how 38 come you points. How come you weren't broadcasting that game? I was, that game was at Chehalis, and I was about a half hour up the road at the Montesano game because it's easier for us to oh, sell right. commercials to Montesano Once people. Once again, I know. the scrimmage is biased towards Montesano. I know. Well, also, it's not the scrimmage. It's, that's for my day job. Actually, that's for my night job, part of my day job. Because my day job is news. Gotcha. So that's, okay. That was my okay. night job, part of the day job. This is my weekend job. Okay. Okay. <laughs> she also had... All I'm saying is you're clearly biased for Montesano. Oh, yeah. That's why Kira Gardner's the only pen athlete of the week. Kira also had 22 or 24 points on Tuesday. I've seen both listed. Uh, so she had either 22 or 24 points on Tuesday in the game to get to districts, which nice. apparently they had to make a huge comeback in that game. To win that game, to get to the district title game, she also had 11 rebounds and three assists in that game. So, just a massive, massive week for Kira Gardner as they win their first district title since 1991. Congratulations to Kira! She is our Oli Penn Real Estate Athlete of the Week. That's and 31 years, right? Holy crap! Yeah, 
That's a long, that's a long time. Is it time. bad that every time I hear 90s, I always think like five to 10 years still? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, that's kind of what, what triggered. I was like, 91, that was like, holy cow. Yeah, that's a long time. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. And again, uh, Katie Gakin, we're not going to forget about her because she has just been on a tear. And for all the way you know, she's still winning wrestling matches, but we have yes to get updated more on that. So that is our early pen athlete of the week. Now let's get into congratulations. Yes. Congratulations, Kira. And especially now that I pronounce your name correctly, <laughs> let's get into the local sports roundup. All right. Also, so we'll get in more into that. So not only did Kira Gardner have 38 points in that district title game as they beat Chief Leshai 68-60, to but Carson Freeman, the freshman, had 24 points for the Seagulls. Let's see, if you add that up, 38 plus 24, that's 62. So somebody else scored six points. <laughs> that's crazy. All right. The heck of a game for them as they take their first district title since 91. In Montesano, they got a district title as well as the Montesano girls basketball team. They emerged victorious on Saturday night. I was covering that game. Paige Leicherness had a hard-fought 14 points, 16 rebound game in that one to lead the Bulldogs to the victory. And that was a comeback win as well as they were taking on Tenino, who was the two-seed from the Evergreen and Tenino took the early lead and led till five minutes and 35 seconds, or they led until the first tie at seven minutes and 20 seconds left in the game. Montesano didn't take their first lead till the 535 mark, and then it was just back and forth for the rest of the way. It was a crazy good game. Ashley Scow had uh, only eight points, or well, had eight points and 14 rebounds for Tenino. Megan Letts had 11 points for them, but what a monster performance for Paige Leishness. Uh, really top to bottom. Everybody who played in that game for Monty had key, key plays, especially down the stretch in the fourth quarter where literally every point you felt like, man, this this is all important. That's what it felt like. Uh, more on the rest of the Twin Arbor teams that made it to the state tournament out of girls basketball in a little bit. Sadly, Wednesday night, that was not near as much fun as I was covering boys basketball down in Vancouver. Montesano was eliminated from their district tournament 71 to 27 against Kingsway. They ran into a buzzsaw there, as did Elma. They lost 63 to 39 against Seton Catholic. Uh, we also got some more boys hoop from the local areas to talk about when we get into the state tournament in a little bit. Uh, also, um, I want to give a shout out. We had uh, somebody let us know that the Aberdeen 8th grade varsity Bob Kittens for boys basketball at the middle school level went 8-0 this season. And uh, they were led by Coach Jimmy McDaniel. They, their players are Bubba Jones, Aiden Baker, Brian Stevenson, Isaac Garcia, Jacob Quisada, Micah Schroeder, Quinton Morrill, Talking Morrill, Riker Scott, Zant and Zanto Rea. They took down Shehelton, <laughs> Centralia, <laughs> Shelton. I'll not add those two together. Centralia, Shelton, Montesano, Tenino, Shehalis, Hoquiam, Elma, and Rochester. And man, those scores. Uh, they didn't have a close game. The close, the the most points they allowed was Montesano scored twenty seven. Yeah, and, and they, they scored sixty six. Yeah, they still beat them by forty nine. <laughs> Oh, that's not good. 39. 
That's, I, I very, that's very on purpose didn't try to do that, Matt. Yeah, I shouldn't have. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what their closest game was. I think their closest game was they only won by 20 against Rochester. Wow. Wow. So, congratulations <laughs> uh, to the Miller Bob Kittens. Again, the eighth grade varsity Bob Kittens undefeated season. Congratulations. Very well done. Uh, taking a look at wrestling, I talked a little bit. Oh, to to uh, the beginning of wrestling, Claire Dog on uh, YouTube uh, is pointing out that girls wrestling there are no classifications. So hey. in girls wrestling, everybody is competing against everyone. So Katie's going. So she's not against like four A, three A, everybody. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's even more impressive. Yep. Katie's been a beast this year. As I mentioned, she's undefeated. And as far as we know, she's still undefeated. Snub. Because she went to, yeah, she's our (laughs) snub of the week. That should be a new award, the snub of the week. Uh, She's undefeated through the quarterfinal round. I haven't heard what happened yet in the semifinal or the finals yet. Uh, Man, there's... Dude, wrestling's so hard because there's so many wrestlers. (laughs) Uh... Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know how to get to it. There's a ton of wrestlers from Aberdeen that are doing great in boys and girls. I don't know how to list all of these things because there's so much, but I would recommend going to the Daily World <laughs> and looking at their write-up because they have a bunch. Hoquiam's got some guys in there too. Uh, Montesano. Dude, I mean, I'm just scrolling through page of page of results. Like, I don't... I don't know what to do besides say go check out the Daily World's uh, update. <laughs> I mean, holy cow. This is a good wrestling area. Did you have you ever noticed that? Like Yeah. We, we had have a ton of good wrestlers here. Wrestlers a lot. when I was in school, I know. Yeah. I know, yeah. I mean this is an excellent and the the college Smitty. team. The college team has an amazing yeah. wrestling program as well. So yeah, go check that out. Um, I'm sorry that that's going to do it for our local sports roundup, but um, yeah, it is. <laughs> um, oh, Willapaw Boys, by the way, won the district title. No, the music stopped. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> and they actually beat Nacelle, which is technically there in Pacific County, too. So oh. it was an all Pacific County district title game. Willapaw won 67 to 40. Nice. Let's see who. Who led them in that game? We need a segment. Daniel browses sports. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> a fluke's really good for him. He's no fluke. I'm sorry. I say that every time. And if he listens, he's got to be so <laughs> super annoyed that that's always what I say. Uh, senior Gavin Hampton led Willapaw Valley with 18 points, 16 in the second half. So... Yeah, we had that, and oh, I forgot Aberdeen swimmers. See, I had a bunch you of different. Always forget. No, just... I know I had a bunch of tabs open. <laughs> Dang it! I had a bunch of tabs open. This is what happened when Justin's not here. <laughs> I'm uh, sorry. I can't. The Bobcats started the day by taking 16th overall in the 200-yard medley. Nice relay. I don't know what that is, Andrew. What's the 200-yard That's where medley relay? four swimmers each swim a different stroke in a gotcha. relay. Then they finished the day with a 15th place finish for the 400 free relay. That's where everybody's swimming freestyle. Cross stroke. And freestyle is what people normally try and swim, right? Like if I'm hopping in a lake, I'm trying to swim freestyle. I don't freestyle. think that what you're trying to swim counts as an actual stroke. <laughs> but freestyle doesn't have rules that you can't 
that you can't break, so it would probably still qualify as freestyle. Oh, that is correct. Uh, Tyler Bates took 11th overall in the 100 backstroke in between those relays. Uh, they have a couple other swimmers as well, and that was day that was day two. Now they're going on to day two. So, yeah, lots of state tournaments going on, uh, to say the least. <sighs> okay, I wanted to talk about the, s- the state, state tournament. basketball tournament. Yeah, so first of all, uh, the seeds have been set, and so we will start with the 2B girls uh basketball teams from the area as where are they raymond made it in the 2b girls state tournament now this is the regional round i hate how it's set up but this is how it is they're in the regional round they got the five seed now they got the five seed and i think they're the only local team there yes then you go over to the 1b boys regional and we're stacked we from pacific county and then Oakville made it in as well. Oakville's in Grace Harbor, right? Yeah, I think they're I'm right on sure. the edge. Oakville, Willapaw Valley, and Nacelle all in the state tournament. 1B state girls basketball, we have Willapaw Valley and Nacelle as well. And then you go over to 1A girls, and you have Montesano. Montesano got the four seed. Now, as we mentioned in the two-minute drill, this is the first year where... I mean, the last few years, it was just on, like, RPI. It was just on the right. formula. It was, There's a committee now. Yes, and now there's a committee because it was certain amount weighted towards your winning percentage and then a smaller amount weighted towards your opponent's winning percentage and then another smaller amount weighted towards your opponent's opponent's winning percentage. That's how they came up with the formula. That's uh, the RPI formula. That's the RPI okay. formula. So with those, the last I saw, Raymond and Montesano girls were both ranked number one using that formula. So I did not know that this year they were adding a selection committee to that. So that formula would be taken into account, but the final decision was going to be made with committee. Now, I think that's probably the right move. But Yeah, it, because the RPI doesn't take into account the fact that if you're playing against a really good team in a way smaller Exactly. Uh, like a, a really good but way smaller school. Like this team's it, beat a ton of teams, but they beat a ton of teams that are tiny. Yeah. Like technically a 4A school could go play five non-league games against 1B schools. And they could pick the best 1B schools that are around. And so they would have good winning percentages. So it doesn't take that into account. Right. So it's good that there is that human element now of the selection committee. The sad thing is, is it kind of sucks that it's this year. <laughs> because Montesano and Raymond were both ranked number one with the RPI. So Monty gets a four seed and Raymond gets a five seed. So they're not respecting us out here on the coast. Yeah. And it's... See, that's what I like the, about the hard part is, is it gives you some people that you can hate. Yeah, it's a lot a harder point. to hate the, the numbers, the, the formula. The bummer is, is Raymond doesn't even get like... Because in the way this stupid round is set up... I'm going to say it's stupid. The regional round is all one weekend. And when my opinion, all 16 teams should just go to state, play a double elimination tournament. It would be the same amount of days. That's the other thing that's dumb. It doesn't even save the amount of days of how long the tournament lasts, how they're doing it at this point. So 
There's no way it's costing them less money for the event center that they're holding it at if it's the same amount of days they have to rent the freaking center for. Do you think whoever is in charge of it is like me and just has no idea how tournaments work? Like, I cannot visually. <laughs> you're talking about, like, all seeds and stuff yeah. and, like, single elimination. Double, I know what those things are. And if <laughs> I have words, a chart, yes. if I have a chart yes. and I carefully listen to you and put them down, then I could build the, the bracket and I could be like, oh, now I understand what's going on. I cannot do that in my head. Okay. Completely unable. Yeah. Like, well, I don't possess it. Your dad understands <laughs> brackets, right? But I, think- I had to sit down and like work because it's confusing. Right. It really is confusing because if you're a top. I'm just thinking maybe the person in charge is like that. Maybe. And they don't understand how dumb it is because they're Seriously. like, oh, this makes sense to me. Yeah, this makes sense. It makes no sense. <laughs> this is the most confusing. They're just faking it. They're embarrassed to admit if they don't understand what's happening. They're like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh, yeah, regional. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. These are all words. Mm-hmm, yeah. Regionals. I understand some of these oh, words. <laughs> so, so regionals, you know, if you thought regionals, you would probably think the best teams in this region would play each other, right? Right. That would make sense. Stop it. That's stupid. <laughs> Why would you think that? Of course not. Region's <laughs> got nothing to do with it. Literally, there's no region at all. So Are they in the Pacific Raymond's- Northwest region <laughs> of the country? <laughs> of the country. Raymond is going to be playing Okanagan. The bummer about this is Raymond's the five seed, and the way the regional round Okanagan. is set up. Okanagan. Yes. Isn't that like kind of near Wisp? You mean or twisp. twisp? Twisp. Yeah, it's it's up there. Yeah, okay. it's like cent- north central of the state. And you think, oh, but they're a five seed. So out of 16 teams, they should be a home team, right? No, 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 no. See, I don't understand. (laughs) Yeah, I would think that if I understood brackets in my head. No, 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 no. (laughs) Yes, you're you're a five seed in 16 teams. But guess what? The top eight seed, they play in a game to decide if they have to play a loser out game the next game. The bottom eight teams, they play a loser out game now. And if they win that game, then they play another loser out game against the losers of the top eight seeds. So the top eight seed have a double elimination. From right now, yes. Okay. And the bottom eight seeds have two one and done games, pretty much. Like if they lose this one, they're done. If they lose the next one, they're done. The top eight teams, if they lose this one, they get another shot. So as a number five... They get they they're they're currently in a double elimination yes. situation. Okay. Yes. But the bummer is is they're the five seeds, so they're playing a four seed, so they have to play on the other side of the mountains because obviously the four is a higher seed. Also, Okanagan, and also obviously the four yeah. is on the other side of the mountains. Yeah, of course. Actually, are they all close? Laconer. I'm not sure exactly where Laconer is. It's up north somewhere. I think it's like in the mountain pass or around there, yeah. like up north and near where they like Skagit Valley area. I think is that where LaConnor is. Anyway, I'm efforting that. I look, I look at this this ranking, and they're probably right. So I got no offense with the rankings. I actually think they did a really good job with the two B girls rankings. LaConnor is way up north, uh, east of Mount Vernon. Okay, but in this in the Skagit Valley area? Yes, like way extreme east. Nailed it. Okay, cool. That's about where I thought. So LaConnor, Warden, Colfax, and Okanagan, all real good. Like I've looked at some of their schedules, and LaConnor was demolishing teams like freaking – I think they beat Linden Christian, and which is a wow, 1A school. Linden Christian. They beat like Linden. Like they were – 
it, some the girls to be ranks, those top four teams are ridiculously good. So Raymond being ranked fifth makes sense. It make because they're also really freaking good, but maybe not quite there. So then you look at the one A girls, and Montesano is ranked fourth. And at first I was disappointed because you know they're number one in the RPI. But you look at but the is teams at home. They do get a home game. Oh, okay. so I they, remember that because, yes. uh, yeah. Yeah, so they squeak into the home game, and which is important because they're playing Zilla. And so Zilla has to tra- travel over from next to – Zilla's right next to Yakima. Okay. And they have to travel across the mountains to play against Montesano. That's a big advantage. So Linden Christian takes the one seed, Nooksack Valley the two seed, and Kashmir the three seed. Honestly, that's probably what I would have gone with as, as well, just from looking at – because about two weeks ago when districts was starting, I went super deep dive on some of the top like five, six, seven, eight teams of both one B or both two B girls and one B one A girls, and looking at those scores, looking at the opponents they are playing, stuff like that. That's probably what I would have come up with as well. So I think they got it right, but still the regional round is dumb. That's pretty much what I'm saying. <laughs> so I think the committee got it right. It's a bummer that. The first year they're doing this, we have two local teams that would have been the one seed had they not done it like this, but I think they got it right. Good. And they both got them high enough that they've got the double elimination advantage. Yeah, absolutely. Not that they'll need it. They're going to go undefeated through win the the tourneys. Yes, exactly. Now, on the other side in 1B, in the 1B ranks, which I don't know near as much about, uh, Oakville's got an uphill battle um, because they have to win a game just to... Stay alive. What's our seed? 13. Okay. And Nacelle's the same way, uh, but Willapaw Valley's the four seed. So they get a home game and Sweet. they're in that. Yeah. So basically, you want to get in the top eight and then you really want to get in the top four. Yeah. Because that's the other stupid thing. Like, they, they did this because they claim it saves money. But explain to me how having Okanagan or having Raymond drive to Okanagan to play a game on Saturday, and then drive all the way back, and then drive to Yakima to play in the state tournament. Explain to me how that is good for saving money. As opposed and, to just driving to Yakima to play and, in a bigger state tournament. Yes, yeah. exactly. It makes no sense. Anyway. Uh, is it because they don't have to pay for the the uh, pl- the arena? Well, you would think that, except for it still starts Wednesday. It's still a four-day tournament. and I'm Oh, and it I, would be a four-day tournament anyway? Yeah. Oh. oh. Except they just have four of the teams not show up until the second day of the tournament. So from huh. those from those first seeding games the top, of the top eight, the four winners of those games, they wait a day to go to the tournament. Gotcha. But it's still Maybe it's the refs. But they Maybe they still don't have, have to, to pay the refs as much because there's not as many state games. Well, they're, they're, but they're, they're, still they're still playing getting games paid. in the regional. They're still getting paid, but maybe it's from a different bucket. <laughs> it probably is all about just stupid different buckets, isn't it? I bet, I'll bet you anything that's it. Anyway. So the nice thing is we have six Twin Harbor teams. <laughs> you if, look so if, defeated. If, if, you expand it to, if you expand it to Twin Harbors. So you got Nacelle... Nacelle, Willapaw, Oakville, Raymond, and Montesano. Those are the teams that we have. Nacelle boys and girls, Raymond girls, Monty girls, Oakville boys, I think, and then Willapaw boys. So we got a strong contingent. 
and uh, hopefully I'm headed over. And you're going to be covering all of the games, right? <sighs> I wish. <laughs> uh, there are different places, first of all. Apparently, the two B, apparently the B tournament is just... The B tournament... I almost said lit because I wanted to sound like a cool kid, but I realized that that's probably like two years old it's already. Leak. But apparently the B tournament is just a blast, and it's just packed. The 1A and 2A tournament is good. And I thought it was a blast going to the 2A tournament when I was a player, and it's amazing to play in the Sun Dome, and you look up, and when the game, when the crowd is more filled in on some of the... Later in the day, yeah. probably. Yeah. Later in the day, it's awesome. Nice. Um, apparently, the 3A and 4A tournaments suck. That's what I've heard. Apparently, because they used to be... I think they're still at the Tacoma Dome, but they used to be at the Tacoma Dome for sure, and if they're I, not still there... I went and saw Aberdeen play up in the Tacoma Dome. How was the... How was the long, long yeah. time ago. Was the did it feel pretty full? Because I've heard the last like ten it, years, it feels like a ghost town because huh. the communities don't care that much. And see now, if if Aberdeen went now, they'd be a two way school, so they yeah. would be at Yakima, yeah. which would be a blast. But apparently, the larger communities travel worse and worse, and the smaller communities travel in better basketball. and better in basketball. In basketball, is that yeah. true of, of the football tournament as well? Because the football tournament's up in it. I've the football I tournament's not at watching, the Tacoma Dome anymore. Oh, it isn't. No, I because love watching football up I there. I know. Although the turf was terrible. The turf was terrible. Yes, but no, they changed all of it because it was too expensive. They said it was too expensive, and so now I'm wondering. I think it's still at the Tacoma Dome, but I'm not sure actually. To be I honest, I think they should just fire two or three administrative staff and pay for it. And pay for that's it. my entirely unbiased uh, <laughs> homeschooled opinion. <laughs> Anyway, I'm going to be following uh, at least for the regional round with Zilla, which we don't, I don't think they've set the date or the time yet. It's either going to be Friday or Saturday that they're playing Zilla, but I should be covering that game. If they're playing separate days from the Raymond game, no, never mind, because I just said Raymond would be over in like Okanagan, so there's no way I'm going to Okanagan. that. Okanagan? But, and then. It sounds like someplace in the mid north northern Midwest, for real. It does. Okanagan sounds Okanagan. like it's. In, in like the peninsula, the upper peninsula in Wisconsin. Yes, seriously. Right, it's right near Sheboygan. It's right. It's yes. It would be a great <laughs> rival to Sheboygan. All right, Daniel's favorite Midwest name. To it say. is Sheboygan. All right. I think is that enough of me ranting about about that? Does everybody understand why I'm upset about the regional round? <laughs> no, and, no, I don't. Okay. But I believe you. It sounds right. terrible. And I'm. <laughs> It's less it's less teams, it's more long away games and less teams being able to show up to the big tournament in the one single place with yeah. the crowds from all of the teams. Exactly. Yeah, I oh, it that's definitely a, is. Thank you. That's another side of it. Nobody goes to regional games. Yeah, that you I've heard you complain about that it was before yeah, also. Because who's going to make a 4-hour drive make... for a game that isn't state? Yeah. You know? And they don't get to then have the opportunity to stay there. Yeah, well, that, and that's that's the thing. That's the other thing too is is if you're going to state, even if your team isn't gonna win, it's fun to go to state and watch all of the good teams win. Yes. you can go make a two days. Your you know your your kids or or your team, maybe your nephew, whatever. Yeah, your per your people are going to state. You can go over there, get a hotel room. Spend the weekend enjoying high school basketball, even if incredible your kid, high school basketball. Even if your kid doesn't make it, even yeah. if your team is out the first day, there's still a ton of basketball going on. Yes, 
And it's fun. That's not true if you're going to Okanagan for to watch a, one for game a play-in play. game. Yeah, exactly. Or what amounts to a play-in game. Exactly. Yeah. Nailed it. You nailed it. All right. I'll just... I'll just... <laughs> That's what I do, dude. I'll, I'll leave it there. I'll leave it there. I put nails in things. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're going to move on to the mail. Paradog bay. could not oh. agree more about the regional setup. They've tweaked it several times, and it still sucks in every iteration. Yes. And the most painful part about it is they had it right beforehand. Yeah. Because Ian's saying... my Ian Cope... I call him the voice of Grace Harbor Sports. He gets annoyed every time I say that. He says that the WIAA will get it right after trying every other option. Every other. And they're going to be like, we figured it out. And you're going to be like. But the problem is. That was the way it was. Exactly. They already had it right. Yeah. And they've done. He's he's correct in the seating point, though. Like, be patient. They'll get it right eventually. Is that what he's saying? I think so. Okay. I I think so. And with a little bit of hint of frustration that they're terrible at getting there. Yeah. But he's, I mean, if you look at the seating system, I think he's right in that case because they tried at first just having no seating and it was just like took turns and they. Basically, are like, we think this team is here. And then another time, it was like, oh, this district won. They go to this seating spot. And it was all a mess. And then they're like, we'll go straight by the numbers. And now it seems that they're using both. And it seems oh, like they got it pretty sense. Good. Yeah. So, anyway, we're going to take a break. Come back for mailbag questions after this time out. At Olipan Real Estate, we have solidified our foundation on four core values. First, we continuously focus on growing our knowledge in the market and in our practices to bring the highest level of competency to our clients. Second, we provide a high level of integrity, compassion, and kindness in every aspect of our business. Third, we put the human element above business through humor, enthusiasm, and patience. And last but not least, we proactively respond to the needs of our clients. Our mission is to create a personal real estate experience, one person and one home at a time. With Olipen, it's personal. Yeah, it's personal. <laughs> Don't oh, make fun of our commercials. <laughs> it always sounds a little bit like a threat to me. <laughs> Jason's threatening you. <laughs> like, I better use, I better, I better use them. It's personal. <laughs> <clears throat> That's funny. I'll, I'm going to tell Jason you said that. that his, his commercial sounds threatening. <laughs> All right, uh, mailbag time. Oh, hey, you have I'm a thing sorry. for that? The mailbag. Yes, send the mailbag. Send us your stuff. Send us your stuff in a mailbag. Yeah, you nailed that. Yeah, we did. No, I said you nailed that. Like, yeah, you nailed it. <laughs> well, that's what I do. I put nails in things. Oh, no, that was my move. <laughs> Justin puts pens in things, so he puts pens. Doesn't, in he, things? Yeah, he says I'm going to put a pen in this conversation. <laughs> I think that's him. I think you're right. I'm pretty sure. All right. What do we got? Oh, uh, we have a uh, question from... I'm sorry. Here's the tab. Question from Claire Dog on Twitter. on Not Twitter. On uh, YouTube. Okay, cool. As a couple of cougs, do you have any thoughts about Dolores' transfer to UA? Which... Alabama? I don't actually know. A UA sounds like urine analysis to me. <laughs> that's what I was thinking, too. And which I mean, I'd call University of Alabama. <laughs> they no, they definitely don't, Daniel. <laughs> Jaden, I'm gonna look it up. 
Jaden Delora transfer. I, I have thoughts, but I don't he's have a lot trans- of thoughts. Oh, he's going to Arizona. Oh, University oh, of Arizona. In the Pac-12? I... <sighs> I understand him wanting to transfer out. I totally understand him wanting to leave, and I, I'm Don't not a fan of how I'm not a fan of how WSU's athletic department has been dealing with a plethora of different situations. Yes, and so to me, I'm like, it's frustrating, and I, I, you know, I'm just kind of in a wait and see, like, whatever happens, happens. Uh, but. I don't blame him at all. If I were involved in that situation, I probably would have felt like leaving too. Yeah. And college football, I feel like so much of the recruitment is coaches are selling themselves Agreed. and attaching to them. Absolutely. And so when a coach is then no longer there, I usually am fine Especially with... Especially the elite guys. Yeah. Like the quarterback, you went, you went committed, you commit to, you don't care about the school. Let's be real. You care about the yeah. coach. Yeah. As a starting quarterback. Yeah, that's true. It do, you know, you, you care about yeah. you got you and got he went you there to a coach and he went there for an offensive coach too. Yeah, it wasn't absolutely. just the coach. It was yeah. an offensive coach too. Yeah. So And that's honestly, I feel that way there was some I feel like there were people trash talking, I don't even know the names, but the UW quarterback that transferred out. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. Go like and and then like the guys coming in with the like I abs I expect that like yeah. I feel like the the guys that are really in like committed to that coach rather than the program when that coach gets a job somewhere else they're gonna be like hey I'd like to go with the coaching staff yeah. that I like exactly and yes. I don't blame them at all because because mm-hmm. college football is a business what college football is a business. They won't admit it yet. (laughs) They're getting closer. College football is a huge business. Massive. And I don't hold against any. I root for my team because they're a school. I would feel less dirty about it if they were actually like amateur athletes and the games weren't televised and nobody was making very much money. I would feel less dirty about it. So rooting for the rugby team. Yeah. Like a club team. Yeah. I gotcha. But... That makes sense. I think I do think that college football is moving more towards less corruption and and kind of scuzzy dirtiness, but I do think there's a long way to go too. Yeah, I agree. The Angel has a few questions. I don't think that without Justin, I feel like we need Justin for all of these uh, because we can we don't have to cross them off, but we could. Uh... Well, did you ever watch the Rugrats? Nope. neither did I. Did you ever, like, I remember watching a Little Rascals movie at one point, but I couldn't no, I, tell I you the No, I don't know the Little Rascals either. I mean, there's Alfalfa. Also, I'm not sure and... who Reptar is. That's I know what Trogdor, I was and I know he's, he would beat Reptar, obviously, in a fight, but I'm not actually sure who Reptar yeah, is. Yeah, that was the problem. So I was, I'm going to look up Reptar, because <laughs> I was picking, I was picking Trogdor, like. He's the Burninator. Oh, he's the dinosaur from the Rugrats. Oh, all of these are Rugrat questions. Yeah, yeah we'll yeah, wait for Tro- Justin. Yeah, we'll wait for Justin. Trogdor would definitely be Reptar, though. It, Sean... I mean, and Nate in the countryside. Sean would like to know... <laughs> our our food takes were very, very popular last week. Oh, yeah. So we'll do popular. some more. Sean wants to know, is pumpkin the Mariano Rivera of flavors? <laughs> it's available year-round. If it was really so good, wouldn't we use it all the time? Yes, Sean. Actually, no. 
Pumpkin is not the most overrated flavor. Pumpkin is not the Mariano Rivera of flavors because pumpkin's actually not good. Oh. Pumpkin is like mediocre. So what? and highly rated. It it's... is it is the most overrated, but but Mariano Rivera is notable because he is really good and yet still overrated. That's true. And still overrated so much that he's the most overrated player of all time. Yeah. Yeah. Even though he's really good. Yes. Uh pumpkin flavor. Yeah, I gotta go with you on that. Even in the fall, I'm not drinking pumpkin pump 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 I'm not drinking pumpkin flavor stuff. Yeah. You know, I have And some... yet people freak out and they're all like, We've got pumpkin flavor now and I'm like, it's been at the coffee shop the whole summer. Nothing it's been there the whole time. Sorry. You know what I do so like right. in the fall? It's not necessarily only available seasonally, but like uh like cinnamon spice. Yeah, like okay. that that the cloves mm-hmm. and spice. Personally I like drinking it in like uh mold wine or Something like that, but but yeah. like cinnamon, cloves, mm-hmm. cardamom, I those like spices, cinnamon. all that's really good. I yes, like that. I like cinnamon like year round though. Like yeah, cinnamon's sure. good, and and the spices because I drink a decent amount of tea at home, and one of our favorites is like a cinnamon spice tea, and so that that's why I mentioned that oh, I yeah. like it year that round because I just drink it all the time. Uh, let's see. Oh, we were speaking of college football a little bit ago. Sean also wants to know, speaking of relevant, is college football on the verge of irrevel- ir- ir- gosh, I can't. irrelevance? Thank you. I can't read. I'm not sure. I'd be in- I would be very interested in a discussion with him on that. I'm not sure where he's coming with that. It seems like college football is just getting more and more relevant. Is he thinking because of the name image likeness stuff that it's... Uh, I'm, we don't it know. Does, like so the elite if he's programs, that, the elite programs seem to be more. It's we seem to be moving more closer and closer to a an elite conference at the mm-hmm. top that probably doesn't play other conferences, yeah, and, and that would make a lot of the teams m- more irrelevant. Yes, and so in that case, I think probably a lot of a lot a, a lot. There's a lot of non top twenty five teams that are probably getting closer to ir- irrelevance. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah, probably a hot take, but I think maybe like what I was saying earlier, that may be better for, like, well, you would just have better, yeah, because I mean, again, as we saw for the first time this year, a team, a smaller team, go undefeated, barely squeaks in, and everybody complains about it the whole time. Yeah, but let's. If we're going to worry so much about that, then we should have a level playing field league. And that is the thing. Like, if you're complaining that an undefeated team gets to play in the playoffs, then there's something – you're not playing in the same league. Yeah. And so having an elite level league, fine. That would be great. Put all your elite teams in there. Put Alabama, Ohio State, whatever. All the teams that can afford to pay kids like crazy, Oregon, you know – Put them in there. And, and all then, the big market. Because honestly, that's going to be the big market. Because the name yeah. image, image and likeness. Yeah. If there's a big market and they're good and at then marketing, then you, you can, can pay the kids as well. You can fairly leave the other divisions alone. You can still have, it would probably be like a Pac-10 again, maybe a Pac-8. You know, you shrink all the other things. Yeah. And then they could actually play against level playing field and win their championship. Just like Division One AA or Division yeah. Two or whatever you know the other things are, and it would make it 
less like there wouldn't be the money in it. You wouldn't be able to watch pack eight games on national television. Yeah, but you could but you could still watch it because it's not expensive to stream games. Yeah, and your team could actually have a chance of winning a title. Yeah. Instead of getting blown and, out by Alabama or whatever random team pops up from the SEC or Clemson. I won't be mad if I'm watch if I'm paying twenty dollars a year to my school mm-hmm. to or or to to the conference or something to watch my school's games on with without perf- like super awesome with student commentators. Honestly, that'd be great. Yeah, and and give me some car ads for like the the tractor dealership in Colfax. There we instead go. Instead of like your I mean, multi-billion-dollar marketing campaigns on true. ESPN. But also, I mean, watching Pac-12 games and me and you watching. Wazoo and Oregon State <laughs> we games. Tra- we do get a lot of tractor ads. commercials. <laughs> we get those That's Kubota true. commercials. But you know what I mean. Yeah, like, exactly. It, it wouldn't be the big money. It's mm-hmm. still going to bring in some money. Yeah. But I, it, it would feel a lot more honest to yeah. me. I'm personally. You know, I think if and you would have told be... me that three years ago, I would have fought you. <laughs> really. But now I'm like, yeah, that sounds nice. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, Interesting. I'm with you more and more on that. Uh, it's kind of scary how more you make more and more sense to me as I get older. That is concerning. <laughs> <laughs> you should probably have that looked at. Yeah. It might, it might be cancer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, and a question from Chris. Which came? No, let's go. If it's Justin sh- needs those, Justin needs these questions. Yeah, okay, we'll we'll leave in the, these chicken questions. We'll leave them for Justin. That's uh, I think that's going to do it for our show. Today. Oh, Justin, clar- or uh, Clarence clarified Arizona, and I didn't see it until just now. Oh, gotcha. Thank you, Clarence. Thanks for watching, man. Did anybody else watch besides Clarence? Clarence is the only. Now we have uh, four concurrent viewers right now. I'm, I'm only one of them. There we go. I mean, you know, it's kind of sad because before every show, I send the live link to both your family and my family, and they never, not even our families watch this. I don't think I don't think they know how. <laughs> we'll go with that. All right, so that's gonna do it for our show today. So for Justin, puts a pin in things, Namashevitz, and for my producer Andrew, puts nails in things, gross. That is Daniel. I can't the I can't read Hargrove. <laughs> You've been listening to the scrimmage. Noise. What tab? In stream. In stream. <laughs>